4: okay just a fair warning to everybody we have two children seven and five mm-hmm. going through uh iPad withdrawals right now <laughs> the Dts the, have yeah, taken hold it, it, it is serious they've lost their minds right now which tells you about, well, we just got to keep them off of those things it, 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 it's absolutely
5: oh, the it's record a, show I didn't want anybody to have anything it's not for your daughter ev- still wouldn't have a phone it's it not
4: for it's not for everybody these guys are just they're just some kids can handle it some kids can't handle it we have two who can and two who can't at the moment. So uh, that's it, and it, it all does culminate because they they're in, since they're in withdrawals and they have ter- temper tantrums and then do they bad lose things, it for longer, throw stuff, and then they lose it for longer. And then they throw. Holy hell! Do not have kids. Listen, everybody <laughs> out there. No, have don't, kids. They're great. No, they're not great. They're, <laughs> they're not great. Awesome. They're not great. Give me, give me nineteen ninety six back again. Beacon Hill Pub. Um, with a hundred dollars of Bellman money that I made for that day and like a group of friends and I that's the life I'm going back to that life <laughs> and it's been fun. <laughs> Give my best Alice, but I'm out of here. Okay. See ya. Um, okay. Uh, all right. So, I uh, I guess we talked about the Trump indictments yesterday, right? So a few things mm-hmm. are going on. One, obviously, I've had time to to learn a little bit more about the indictments, and it looks like absolute rubbish. Uh, essentially, they're trying to they're trying to make what is Trump's free speech um, into an incitement of of sorts, and also incitement suggest that he and- had tried to uh, defraud the American people. But the fraud can only take place if it has to do with money or goods or something. If you're taking somebody, if you well, take,
5: yeah, and they're trying to prosecute him under a civil rights statute that's like that he took away people's votes. Right. That's a Thurgood Marshall thing. Or tried to take thing. away people's votes. Yeah, it's a
4: Thurgood like, Marshall thing that it was about Klansmen.
5: Right. It's what you used yeah. for like black people in the South who like wouldn't be allowed to vote or who would be mm-hmm. intimidated away from the polls. Right. So and which so, like this isn't a thing because what because he told Mike Pence he thought he had the legal right to. Right. Um, not count the votes on the Senate floor. I mean, like it's just so absurd. Having dumb legal opinions is not illegal, generally speaking.
4: Okay, that's correct, and that's the so whole point. If it
5: were, a lot of people on the internet would be in a lot of trouble because a lot of them have dumb legal opinions.
4: Well, not only that, but look at uh, look at how vulnerable now you'd make every former and future politician as well.
5: Oh yeah, because they all lie constantly. Yes, constantly. I mean, like. Biden did things that he knew were unconstitutional. And you know what said thing is, he knew that.
4: Is you know, they have uh dandied around the or bandied around this idea that they couldn't pursue Hunter Biden because it was too close to Trump's election. Well, you know, it's election season again, and they're just indicting this guy every five seconds, Trump. It's just such a it's just a fraudulent thing. This guy, this guy Smith is it's Smith, right?
5: Mm-hmm. Jack Smith.
4: Jack Smith. Um, he's a fraud. I mean, I, I I saw his body language and I it's just a fraud. There's no reason to work in January 6th in our very democracy into the announcement about the indictments unless he's trying to scare the hell out of everybody in Washington, D.C., including potential jurors which of course is what he's trying to do and just be grandiose and get mm-hmm. himself a land a gig or consulting roles on CNET.
5: Yeah, but you just don't know because the judge that's doing this trial apparently is because it's a DC judge. She's had like some of the strictest sentences for January six people and stuff. So Oh, So there you go. It's for her so, benefit then. Yeah. So it's going to be I mean like he so and that's what we, we've heard
4: that, that essentially and some uh, progressive voices have also been saying, actually, I've heard David French said this, too, that you get him because you got to get him for something on January 6th, regardless. So that's what he because he has Not to-
5: every and I think Tom and I have both been very clear that like we didn't think January 6th was a great look for anybody involved.
4: No, it's terrible. Not
5: everything that's bad is illegal.
4: Right, it, it, Not you, the, all
5: bad behavior needs to send people to jail. Right. Even where there's a lot of other people I'd like to send and to we jail can't, too. The,
4: the, we, we specifically do not have a justice system here where your emotional scar has to be offset by somebody being incarcerated. You know, that's not how it works here. I know everybody's upset about January 6th and police officers were literally killed that night, I've, I was told again and again. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, it, and it was a dumb mob thing that never should have happened. I I can't believe, like, where are all the heads rolling? Anybody in the decision tree of uh, not having more security there should be fired. Everybody. And that's what the January 6th hearings should have been, but they weren't, of course. Because Mm -hmm. it wasn't about anything but saying F you to Donald Trump because they were angry at him and to fundraise. Um, So there's that. So now Tucker Carlson actually had Devin Archer on his show today, which is an amazing get- for him to be able to get him on his internet show, this is just like one. Yeah, it's
5: really huge.
4: It's really huge. It's about twelve minutes long, and I
5: and it says part one, so presumably right. there's more coming.
4: So t- my two takeaways: you haven't watched the whole thing, have you? I
5: haven't watched any of it okay. yet. I've been in meetings.
4: I my two takeaways are this: are one, Devon Archer comes off much more likable than I thought he would. I mean, he has all of the DB markings of a an elite. DB. <laughs> yeah.
5: But,
4: but he didn't really, he comported himself well with um, with um, Tucker, I thought. And also, my other thing is, I can't see. seem to know, and maybe I missed it. You can tell me if I'm missing it. I don't know what the takeaway is. I don't think there's anything there for the Tucker thing. Did, did he, I mean, I guess I'm missing it. So there's part of this, and I'll try to cue this up to this, there's part of this interview where where Tucker reveals a note from Joe Biden to Devin Archer from, yeah, Joe Biden to Devin, Devin Archer saying, essentially, I missed you guys, but I couldn't get away from the Chinese president, the then-Chinese mm-hmm. president, um, but, uh, you know, I'm glad you're you're working with Hunter, essentially. Well, so at the end says, of the day, he got a I, call I'm from the vice president. Up. Oh. So,
2: look <laughs> at and cut it, to be clear um, okay. how many times do you think you met Joe Biden during the course of your relationship with Hunter
4: I'm going to get to the p- the part here
2: younger man this is from the Vice President of the United States Joe Biden to you personally this and that's is here. personalized here at the bottom Devin Archer Rosemont Seneca Partners that was your partnership with Hunter Biden yes. in Georgetown dear Devin i apologize for not getting a chance to talk to you at the luncheon yesterday I was having trouble getting away from hosting President who? Who's running China at that point. I hope I get a chance to see you again soon with with Hunter. I hope you enjoyed lunch. Thanks for coming. Sincerely, Joseph R. Biden Jr. P.S. Handwritten. Happy you guys are together. To me, what does that,
4: but doesn't mean anything to me. I must be missing it. But so, so there's, they kind of go back and forth
2: with each other. So there are many levels here. But here's two? the vice president of the United States saying to you, a man in his mid 30s who's not a government official. I'm sorry, I was occupied with the guy who runs the world's largest country. I would much rather talk to you and thank you. What was he thanking you for? Well. Uh, you know it was, first of all it's a lovely letter and it was <laughs> it's quite enthusiastic it's a little <laughs> weird though right yeah well it was it, listen it was it was kind of the beginning of our partnership
5: it was kind of the beginning of our partnership hold on this is Sorry, the, it's,
4: the fastest internet in the world it was, it was buffering hold on he was thanking Are you connected
5: to the right wireless
2: me and thanking Hunter I think at the end of the day for bringing this idea of this government regulatory strategic advisory business into the private equity world. And I think he was excited about the prospects for Hunter. And, um, you know, he was uh, just, just thanking me. I think it was a nice gesture. It was a nice gesture. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Very polite. It's, it gets a 10 on the etiquette scale. <laughs> but he's a vice president of the United States. Right. And he's talking about foreign business deals with you and thanking you right i think again it it goes back to my other earlier point in in yeah i think i hit that time i think i hit the jackpot in finding the regulatory environment or company that can navigate right to the top but you know obviously as time was told you know being a little bit too
4: close to the sun like
2: icarus which we'll find out the sun ends up burning you Mm. for sure and and it did you, and you, you suffered greatly for it. And this is not a criticism of you. I, I would think as a business guy, um, you use every advantage. These are not business guys. This is the vice president of the United States. He's right. not allowed to be working on businesses with foreign governments while he's vice president. I don't think. Not that I know of.
5: <laughs> but here he is.
2: Right. Amazing. Uh, we'll be back. So... I Do you get it?
5: I mean, it's the vice president emailing his son's business partner.
4: Was it handwritten or typed or, note?
5: Or sending a note to his son's business partner? Yeah. Saying, thank you, I'm so glad you're working with my son.
4: What's wrong with it?
5: Well, I mean, like, did your dad write a thank you note to any of your jobs when they hired you?
4: No, but it just seems like a form thank you letter. Hey, Devin, and it's it's it's... it's Look, I mean, they obviously went to lunch.
5: I mean, I suppose. But I think Tucker's trying to make the point that obviously he was like that this isn't that this situation and and Hunter's Biden's job here was not separated from Joe Biden. Right, but they... that there was not some like big line of demarcation between oh. Hunter's business dealings oh. and Vice President Joe Biden.
4: Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Okay. All right. Now that I see. He was But that's part not really of... what Tucker was just saying, is it? Or was it? I
5: thought that was what Tucker was saying. I mean, because why else is he, why else is Devin Archer saying like, I thought it was great that we had, we could in the regulatory environment go right to the top and that's great, but we flew too close to the sun. What does that mean? Except like we had direct contact with the vice president of the United States, which you know, we got burned by doing that. Say that again. Isn't what Devin Archer is saying here that we thought it was great that in that regulatory environment we had a direct line to the vice president? Yeah. And we thought that was great, but that was flying too close to the sun and we got burned by having that direct line to the vice president? How'd they get burned? Because now he's going to jail and he's dragged into hearings with Congress and he's in trouble because they ran a business which involved having a direct line to the vice president.
4: Oh, I see. Damn, I, yeah, I'm just. I'm just.
5: It seems very vague to me. Maybe it's still. I. I
4: took medication last night, which we think may have held over to today. <laughs> we
5: also think you may have taken the wrong medication this, this morning. I'm yes. not totally sure. Someone
4: says this. Someone on Twitter says this letter is gold, and I don't recall a hearing of it. I have a strong feeling Devin Archer went to Tucker with it. He's wisely putting a safety in place to avoid taking the fall for the real criminals, politicians.
5: Are you okay? Yes. Maybe we should wait to do this topic until no. one or both of us has watched and understood the videos. No, I've watched the whole video. Watching and understood the yeah, videos. I, no, <laughs> I thought I understood. I didn't.
4: But actually, actually, there's there's video of the dinner. Oh, I see. And t- oh, I see. Ah, I see. There's video that shows Devin Archer and Hunter. And they appear to be with the... Like Chinese delegation, or they appear to be with uh, Asian men at this event. Okay. Um. Okay. So this. So is...
5: Joe Biden was hooking them up because he was yes. the vice president.
4: Yes. Oh, and G. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen,
1: the G. vice president of the United States and Dr. Biden, and the Secretary <laughs> of State, oh, accompanied by the President of the People's Republic of China.
4: Does he get hailed to the chief? Probably not, right? No.
5: I think they might get something else. Oh, this is sometime.
4: Hillary.
5: Is this when she was Secretary of State? Mm-hmm.
4: Yes.
1: Good afternoon and welcome to the State Department. Please be seated. We are.
5: We
4: forward this a little bit.
5: Today, Vice President, she's kind of invitation for me to visit China this summer.
4: Please tell them I accept. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, so now it makes more sense. So they were all at the lunch, all getting hooked up. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, yes, Secretary of State Hillary Rodham Clinton, Vice President Joe Biden, Dr. Joe Biden. God, that's embarrassing. co hosted a state luncheon in honor of Chinese President Hu Jintao at the U.S. State Department in January 19th, 2011. And it, one of the still shots shows Hunter. That's great. Now, it, now I get it. Now that I've been, my, I've been walked through. Uh, yeah, that is great. That's great. I'm glad, too, because I, like, tweeted, retweeted the Tucker thing with, like, very excited, you know, that this was a mm-hmm. nail in the coffin, like, without having watched it yet. And then after I watched it, I was like, I didn't I don't see. understand.
5: <laughs> <laughs> this
4: exonerates him. <laughs> oh, that okay, I see. So that's what this means. So I want to get to, then this okay why what on earth right now alice mm-hmm. i mean th- we're only gonna get more of the stuff there are three more Devin archers coming bob Alinsky and two others one who is more intimately close with mm-hmm. the family and they're all gonna say the same thing then we've got this guy who is the whistleblower in ukraine who apparently has audio but it certainly has some kind of receipt that things happen He's another one so the, you know, Morning Joe show, they can scoff all they want at like, oh, and this guy, and this whack job they're having. A the problem is this, is it it's really because the media is going to cover for Biden no matter what. Mm-hmm. That's not what they have to worry about. Right now, if you're team Gavin Newsom, you are saying your guys got a 37% approval right now. He's so bad that he's got to worry about support being taken from RFK and Marianne Williamson. I'm a real candidate with from a real state with real delegates. And I don't have a problem taking envelopes of money like Joe does or Trump does. Right. And that's my entire sales pitch. I'm hitting the road right now. Tell people we need change. I'm younger, and I'm not corrupt.
5: Well, not that we know of. Well, yet. sure, but, 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 but. <laughs> it's not in the news currently. That well, I'm I understand, corrupt.
4: but he can say it right now. Right. He's younger, and I'm clean. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, obviously he's a f- dirtball, but but, but, <laughs> but why wouldn't you? Why? Why if you're Gavin Newsom? Why would you not right now?
5: Uh what? How dare they try to stop him? Democrats Do- are. Democrats play by their party rules. They play ball with the party, and the party is very powerful. So while I am sure he is in these discussions behind the scenes, planning to work this out, the way the Democratic Party works, you can't, in the Democratic Party, you can't, like Trump, just show up and blow things up and get elected. Well, generally speaking,
4: you can show up and blow things up. Mm-hmm. I mean Bernie will, Sanders almost blew things up
5: almost but not not enough well, to oh, count because they do super delegates and all this other stuff what you need if you're a democrat girlfriend Mm-hmm.
4: Barack Hussein Obama blew things up
5: that was Hillary's it Zier. was open primary though open primary Okay. and once again and, and Hillary Bernie was an open primary also you know to run against an incumbent president who's popular within your party even one like Biden that's that's very much going against the grain right so you had that's very disruptive he's right now I will guarantee you he's ta- we know he talks to all kinds of senators and stuff behind the scenes he's always palling around with like uh who's your boy in Connecticut there the one who's always on about guns yeah he's hanging out with him he's all over the place I guarantee he's talking to the Obamas. He's talking to other people who are major players because Obama's one of the people who they're going to send over to say to Joe, thank you so much for saving the country from Trump. We love you. You're great. Time to head home to Delaware and hang out on the beach. To Biden. Right. Um, And that's... That's what's going to happen here at some point if they decide they can't live with Biden. The polling numbers, probably they'll have to. See.
0: Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to health care. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news, ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash newsadfree. That's amazon.com slash newsadfree to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.
5: See worse polling numbers before they do that. Right now, I think that um, poll is that... Um, was that a Harvard poll? Who came out with a poll just now that had Trump 43, Biden 43 as the top line poll?
4: A uh, Morning Consult? Is that that one? Yeah, there was a big one no, that that's just the last, there, there that's, was a
5: big a big one that just came out that had Trump 43, Biden 43 for the general election. That's worrisome. If you see more poll numbers like that and if you see more poll numbers worse than that, then then you will have the Democratic Party rumblings within the party to sit down and get Joe out. And they will do that. Um,
4: so general election matchups, match, uh, match um, let's see, they're neck and neck. They're essentially tied dead heat. Right. Um, hold on. Windows 7 right. is trying to open... And- there's three of them out there right now mm-hmm. that are on real clear politics. One is Biden 44.9, Trump 44, Biden 44.7. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I'm sorry. Disregard. I'm not good at polls.
5: Anyway, so... It's- So if they see more polling numbers like that, they will push to get him out and get somebody like a Gavin Newsom in. I don't think the situation is dire enough at this moment for them that they're thinking about it. I think that they're thinking as they continue to indict Trump that his general election favorability is going to continue to go down and the certainty that he's going to be the Republican nominee will go up, which I think they think is a winning strategy right now. The other thing about all these indictments is not only does it help trump in the primary and hurt him in the general election which is what democrats want the other thing about all these indictments is that they drain trump financially and like his campaigns he raised a lot in PACs and everything obviously Mm -hmm. but his campaigns spent like 40 million dollars in the first half of this year um on you know, his PACs spent that much on his legal defenses. And that's only going to go up as these cases multiply and spawn more cases. It just costs money. Yeah, but it's
4: also earned media.
5: Oh, no. I mean, it's, it's.
4: It's suffocated DeSantis.
5: Sure. That's true in the primary, right? But, I mean, like, if you're running a campaign, you need to, like, have campaign events and fly places and do things, right? And, like. Well, he's got a plane, he's I know. got petrol. I know, but Trump doesn't like spending his own money, really particularly. I don't think, um, and and a lot they they're very quickly burning through this cash, and that's only going to go faster the more of these there are because it costs money to have lawyers doing stuff, to have lawyers, um, you know, filing these files. Really? You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. like no matter how baseless the claims are, it costs a lot of money to fight them.
4: Of course, right, it does. and like I'm well, not in the well. Not camp- only that, not only that, but let's it just emphasize, especially the Mar-a-Lago case, right, where they're going to have to go through paper by paper, mm-hmm. in deciding you know what is uh has to remain classified, what can't, and that can re- be rehashed during the process as well. I mean, that's boxes of stuff they get through. These are complicated,
5: everything. Diff- difficult cases that are all built on very novel legal theories. That are not that are going to be a pain in the butt for legal teams. And there's more of them coming. There's a Georgia one coming too, probably. Mm. Right. So this this problem of money is going to continue to escalate. Truth Social is also costing him a lot of money right now because Truth Social obviously doesn't make any money. There's
4: no he's sending, sending out some really good truths.
5: I know he's sending us really good truths.
4: Uh, <laughs> you know, but, neither, neither, neither of us can get on through social.
5: Um, but he's paying Devin Nunez, like, in the high three figures to run the company.
4: I forgot about that. Devin yeah. Nunez. He'll be in soon.
5: There's a lot of salaries and, like, like, they're paying Rumble for, um like, server space to run the company. I mean, it's, it has a lot of overhead costs, this company. Yeah. And it's not... I suppose they run some ads, but, like, if Twitter's cash flow negative i'm sure truth social is so it was it was also supposed to have an ipo before um before elon musk bought twitter and that like all fell through so I, i'm pretty sure like tr- from what i understand from the things i see people talk about is like trump's floating that company right now as like a yeah, well, so he
4: actually owns it yeah i'm surprised if you just throw his name on it so that's so usually right
5: I mean, yeah, but it's I think it's that's what I've read anyway, is that it's uh, a problematic like expenditure for him that he like that this is that this is an issue and it's going to continue to be an issue going into his campaign season here. I, I,
4: you know, I think that small dollar donors are going to go through the roof as people continue to see him harangued. With people giving, mm-hmm. you know, flag waving, uh, you know, and
5: he won twenty sixteen with significantly less money than Hillary, right? But so people, it's possible. to see
4: weasels like Jack Smith and and uh, Adam Schiff and uh, and others like that pile on him mm-hmm. with bullet bull bleep, ticky tack stuff. And the me- meanwhile, they're going to see Hunter out there rocking and rolling and joe biden more connections being made to joe biden showing how he was corrupt simply a man who takes bribes is a corrupt um a politician i think that is i think trump's fundraising is going to go absolutely nuts absolutely nuts
5: i mean yeah but his expenses are big too so i mean it's it's it- just going to depend like how how all this stuff goes but and And I'm not saying like that he'll drop out because of it or something like I don't think he will but um but I think that I think that he's not where he wants to be financially right now for the campaign season. put it that way
4: Hunter Biden trashed and damaged sweet green co founder's house sorry is that it's a it's a video by um the New York post hmm.
5: um Did you uh, see what I had sent you about the latest controversy surrounding Oppenheimer?
4: Uh, Let me see, young lady. So,
5: well, for one thing, the whole like Barbenheimer and joking about Oppenheimer and the the nuclear bombs is apparently considered very controversial in Japan. Yeah. People are upset about that. that. Um, But now there is a new controversy about Oppenheimer. Um, Yeah. Because um, people are apparently upset that um, Oppenheimer, a famous Jewish physicist, is being played by a non-Jewish actor.
3: Ooh,
4: you sent that to me? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What's that? I have the Sky News one about Japan.
5: No, this is also Sky News, but this is um, David Baddiel. I don't know who that is. Somebody in England, I guess. Um, he says that um, it's problematic that uh, this is an Irish actor who was raised Catholic and identifies as an atheist. Uh, he said, whatever the rights and wrongs of it, I can promise you that in this business, casting directors are now frightened to cast except in line with the minority they are casting, but they are not worried about Jews. Ooh. Tom Conti, another non-Jewish actor, played Albert Einstein in Oppenheimer, who was born to Jewish parents in Germany.
4: Oh, didn't this just happen with something else too?
5: Um, Jew- we we went we were talking about it the other way that there there's been a number of Italians played by Jewish actors.
4: Right, we had talked about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Jimmy J- Jimmy. Very Khan. well
5: played by um.
4: um Jewish actors. Wow, <laughs> another
5: day he said. Uh, another day, another film, TV show, play in which a famous Jew is played by a non-Jew. I've talked and written about this many times. It's a question not of acting, but of context. Minority casting being dominated by the notion of authenticity. Why doesn't that apply to Jews and what that means for how people see Jews show up? So I shan't rehearse it again. Oh he argues goodness. that for the real Oppenheimer, his Jewish heritage was one of the key factors as to why he was enlisted to help build the weapon. Yeah. So everybody knows
4: the truth behind this. This is not a this is not like meta information. That uh, that should be paired along yeah, with and acting Gal Gadot that matters at all because Cleopatra. It's about so acting. It's like... We're acting. There we're embodying people we aren't. Right. And it shouldn't matter it, at all. Obviously, people know this. Everybody wants to be a bitch because it's twenty twenty three though. So that mm-hmm. guy gets to be a bitch. Well, I mean,
5: he's not wrong because he's saying it in a way that's like, well, everybody else gets it. Why not Jewish people? I don't know.
4: I have no problem with anybody
5: playing anybody.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I will always be personally. I will take note if I'm some someone's being cute with me to try it through a lens of equity, you know. Mm-hmm. So if Snow White's not white, I get even though if it,
5: Marilyn Monroe has a Spanish accent, right? All of a sudden, okay.
4: <laughs> I'm not gonna watch it anyway. I'm not gonna watch Oppenheimer or Barbie with the mid, um. Re- regardless, so it's it's I'm. Immune from this, but I mean everybody being sensitive about it. Just, uh, just suck it up. You know, you know. It's fun, it's interesting because the show Mad Men has very few minority characters. Towards right. the end, a little more so. Um, and there certainly could I mean, like the guy who works the elevator is a black guy,
5: mm-hmm.
4: and they certainly. And actually, the last night's episode was the where the Japanese come in with the Honda scooter and... and um,
5: Roger Sterling is, is mad at them.
4: ...about Pearl Harbor, and he lets them know it. He wants mm-hmm. unconditional terms of this and that.
5: <laughs> it's funny, because so, we talked about that, because my grandfather also fought in the Pacific mm-hmm. in World War II, like Roger Sterling, and he would never buy a Japanese car. Right, yeah. He's big into Mercedes, ironically, but... Yes. Uh, would never buy a Japanese. Oh, yes.
4: In that generation, he was just not, routinely, okay with it. without offense, used the acronym he was for, over it, but for not Jewish over American princes, princesses to refer to Japanese. Right. And, well, at least in the war. I didn't
5: hear my grandfather say that generally speaking. But, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, not to me anyway, but <laughs> he may have been in other contexts. I do not know. But, um, yeah, no, he was over it, but not over it enough to, like, actually buy a Japanese car. It was not going to happen.
4: Yeah. Well, it's well, funny. And, my and guy um, my guy next door... Um,
5: didn't, like, they... Didn't a lot of the Japanese car manufacturers, like, make planes and stuff in World War II?
4: I'm sure. Or, so, I'm sure. like... Mitsubishi? I mean, that was, yeah. The Mitsubishi Zero That's was I an mean, attack you know, like, plane. If, it was, if it's the same company. But I'm sure they did. I'm, of course they did. I think so everything... Like, every factory in Japan made war stuff. They So, it's it. like...
5: And it was interesting because I liked when they said to Roger, they were like, oh, it's not the same people. It was 20 years ago. He goes, how can that be? I'm the same people. Right. Yeah.
4: <laughs> it's a very interesting, it's a very interesting topic. Did did I send you the story of the guy who went, who went back to, he had bombed a town like in, near Seattle or something. He, the guy had, a, a Japanese guy somehow got his plane over there to try to drop bombs on, on the mainland, and in the 60s, he was feted in the town. Hmm. You know, the war was over, the bad blood was gone, and, you know, it was, it, there was a, a very interesting connection made between, I've, I've found personally, anyway, with my dad who was stationed over there, who was not in World War II, he was too young, but, uh, who, who met some World War II um, high-ranking former Japanese uh, officers, you know, mm-hmm. who, one who was Colonel Genda, who he loved, who was a friend of his who was in on the Pearl harbor attack. Huh. Yeah, and he came to know him and befriend him, and his, his my dad's best friend was a Japanese uh, named uh san who was in on the base, was his translator, and then they just became friends. You know, I just think that... I don't know, I know it's a tangent, but the way the war ended and the, and the ferocity of the whole thing mm-hmm. and to go in and, you know, start helping... Of course, there was business interests... Japanese rebuild and the Japanese love of baseball, etc., that came out of it. And culturally, um, it's just, you've got a people, many of whom radicalized and prepared to give their lives, to suicide themselves or, or, or sacrifice their lives to kill The American invading forces, mm-hmm. like they proved on Island to Island to Island, including Iwo Jima. And, after the atomic bombs and after the Emperor says, Emperor says, uh, time out, this is done, done, they de-radicalize. It's amazing. Yeah. It's just an amazing story. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. I think we gotta... Yeah. Do we even sh-
5: have time for the chat chat? Or? Let me, I guess, how many messages are we talking few, about? Okay. Yeah.
4: Okay.
3: The real criminal aspect about this whole thing with trump is that jack smith went to subway yeah i mean Mm -hmm. who goes to subway so true wanting to go to subway you only go to subway if there is nothing else available within like 50 miles
5: and in dc there's plenty you're dying
3: of hunger to the point that you may pass out they are the worst subs of all time and this man goes out of his way to go subway he should be thrown in jail, not Trump. Uh,
4: yeah, I think that's the whole ruse is that I'm so perfectly normal. I'm just a normal man mm-hmm. stepping up to do my duty. Yes, there are forces out there trying to castigate me and trying to intimidate me, but I'm just a man uh, in the, just a man who's hitting the streets just to get a sandwich but before I, and I'm not eating it at subway. I'm paying like everybody else because I'm just like you, mm-hmm. you know, Joe Q citizen, but I'm gonna take my sub and get back to work. Up Saving in my seventh America. floor. Exactly. That's exactly what that is.
2: You have got to be kidding me. What? Looking down at me Replica. and Steve from Gloucester. Correct. When your wife is the person that cuts the chicken's heads off. Yes. Fixes the fence, fixes <laughs> your bike. fixes
4: whoa, whoa, she didn't fix the fence. Did you fix the fence? You do not fix the fence. She does fix the bikes. She did cut the chickens' heads off. She did do all the roofing work. She does all the drywall work. She does change the oil.
2: Fixes <laughs> the shed. Fixes the she roof. does fix the shed. Does all the man stuff. Fixes the lawnmower. She does yeah. fix the lawnmower. Yeah. You think that you're the arbiter of manhood because people will get a pedicure. Climb down off of Mount Pious. You are not in charge, pal.
4: Oof, that is a vicious attack. Speaking of Pearl Harbor, my it's my own version of Pearl Harbor. Vicious, vicious attack on my manhood. I am indeed pious. Wait, I don't even know what pious means. Pious means... Who was the caller that called in about the... We're just saying that nobody eats pious anymore on today's... Somebody Icon recommended podcast? to us
5: a place where we should go for pies, too, on Twitter. Ooh, where? Um, In Rowley. Oh, very nice. Somewhere in Raleigh, so very we need nice. to check that out. Broken
2: toe, I think it was Steve. Yes, mm-hmm. Steve. Hey, man, I broke a, a toe probably, let's say maybe 15, 20 years ago.
5: I was urban exploring in some building. We decided to be a little bit reckless, and I pushed a cement sink off a thing. <gasps> and I thought I was going to go the other way, but I came back that to my way. About right that. on my toe with my Converse shoes on, Oof. and it severed my toe. Damn. So I know all about pain with toes. But I was never recommended to go to
2: see a podiatrist and have a pedicure done. Correct. I just work a dirty job and I do my stuff yep, and I you're just hang you like out with the little metal thingy that comes with your clippers and I clip my toenails. And on rainy days, it kind of hurts. Pain will probably never go away.
4: I guess this is a part of being a man. That's right. Me and Fritz. That's right. <laughs> Finally, real men.
3: Hey, Tom, where do you stand on Modric Taylor Greene? There's just something about her that does it for me. Steve loves her. I'm not her. sure if it's the looks. I'm not sure if it's the crazy I mean she's no Paige Springak, but No. There's something about her that does it for me and I don't know what it is. What do you think about her?
4: Okay, so
5: she does seem like the type who could probably overpower you, yes. which some people are into.
4: Yeah, but I, I don't like like
5: she, I don't like
4: women powerlift who power lift. That that's not my thing at all. The power lifting is no good. Um, I I like that she's crazy. She's kind of dumb, unfortunately. Like, I don't know if the Jewish space laser thing was more anti-Semitic or just disappointingly stupid.
5: She's moderated now. She's just like part of the party establishment now, too.
4: Yeah. She's
5: just establishment dumb, not crazy I actually
4: just saw my girl from Malden when I was 20 Mm -hmm. years old. I just saw in my dresser, the t-shirt she gave me. It was her high school indoor track t-shirt, t-shirt. And I remember her giving it to me and she gave it to me, not as a gift, but as a declaration of that she owned me. <laughs> and that I was to obey and shut up. And she made it very clear and I miss her for that. Alice. <laughs> but now you own me, lucky okay. you.
5: thank you so much everybody for listening. Um, to this early show today we will be back tomorrow off
4: to softball uh,
5: yes we're headed to softball right now and um, if you want to join us for live shows and the chat and all that stuff that's at patreon.com slash where you can join that if you prefer listening for free which I totally get that's at burnbarrelpodcast.com there's links to all the different places you can listen to podcasts on YouTube on See Rumble etc